Alright, welcome to episode number two of Competing in Cornfields. Uh, definitely thanks to everybody for your support on episode one. Uh, that was great. And uh, we're going to keep the content coming. First off, for, uh, big shout out to Johnny uh, Guthlian. Uh, apologize if I butcher your last name. Uh, he has he also has a podcast called uh, Coffee with Demons. And it was also his birthday yesterday. Shout out. He really went out of his way to give me advice on podcasting. And then, uh, you know, that being said, this is, this one, uh, this, that being said, possibly this one, but definitely the next one is going to be on all platforms, <coughs> uh, you know, like, uh, iTunes, uh, Google Play, or, uh, the podcast app, all that kind of stuff. So, we'll get it going on. And then, a uh, quick shout out to Ray Peterson and Jing Mo Tong of Lincoln, Nebraska. Go see them for Kung Fu, Lion Dance, and all kinds of culture. Check them out on Facebook. I believe they have a big fundraiser going on right now, so go and support them so they can keep their stuff running. We're also brought to you by 360 Fades Barbershop. They are a modern classic, or they are a modern take on a classic barbershop. Not only do they have a great barber uh, for your next cut, they also offer classic shaves. And their video games while you wait, all kinds of cool stuff. Check them out on 48th by Raising Canes. Alright, so now I'm here with Tanner Wanch. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Uh, you know, currently 3-0 and as an amateur fighter uh, here in Nebraska. Winning his last fight a couple weeks ago and uh, on December 6th. And, uh, you know, thanks for having me over, Tanner. Yes. Uh, what can you tell us about yourself and your athletic background? Uh, you know, I'm 23. Uh, I've been doing athletics since I was about three or four, started with wrestling. Um, growing up I did everything, you know, baseball, football, wrestling, um, the basic stuff, track. But then about my sophomore year of high school I just transitioned everything over to wrestling and uh, I did that through college. I did two years, a year and a half of college. I quit halfway through my sophomore year um, and I wrestled up in South Dakota at Dakota Westland. Um, you know, there I was the starter at 149 for the year I was there. And then going into that next year. Um, yeah, and then I just came into this. Wesleyan Bros. Yes, sir. Nebraska, South Dakota. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, no, I, I understand you have a daughter who's actually been no fighter, too. I believe I met her. And so how do you balance your training and work with having the responsibility of being a father? So I'm in, like, a kind of a different situation. My daughter lives in Minnesota. I met her mom through... South Dakota in uh, college there. So she lives in Minnesota for three weeks out of the month, and I actually get her for one full week every month, so seven days, seven to nine days. Um, so, you know, I get those other 21 days or whatever it is, I'm fully training. Like, I had nothing. You know, she's not here. But uh, that one week when she is here, I, I balance the training by just, you know, my mom and dad, they help a lot babysitting. Uh, my little brother lives with me, so he does some babysitting for me while I got practice. But Otherwise, it's pretty easy. I mean, she's she's two, so she kind of can do some things by herself, you know, if right. I had to bring her with a practice. But, uh, yeah, she came to my second fight in Omaha, and that was just because that was the first time she'd actually been back in Nebraska for over a year because uh, we did had a court battle and, you know, all that stuff. So she came back, and that was her first weekend back. And my cousin had a wedding, and Paisley was a flower girl in it, so she came back for that weekend. But I don't know if I'll have her come, you know, to many more fights. Not for not until yeah. older, <laughs> just no. in case you know. <laughs> yeah, no, wild. totally understandable. 
You know, I, I love hearing that. And, uh, you know, before every fight card, I always ask all the fighters, uh, is there anything extra you want on the commentary, um, you know, that you want all the fans to know? And a lot of times I get the uh, generic, I've been grinding all my life. <laughs> or, uh, I'm going to knock them out in the first round. First round, finish. And, uh, okay, that's that's fun, too. <laughs> and uh, it's fun to say on the mic. But, uh, like, it's cool to hear, like, the stuff about the family and uh, whatnot, too. And uh, I believe last time we were in Omaha, uh, we had a fighter who said that uh, his motivation was his son, who was actually fighting uh, for the U.S. Army in Iraq. And he's, like, saying, like, yeah, whenever camp was not cool, whenever cutting weight stunk, I just thought about him and his uh, brothers out there in Iraq, and uh, you know, he, he was doing it for his son. And I love that, that's so cool. And uh, you know, uh, I'd like to hear a lot more of that. And uh, so, back to Tanner, like how has competing at a high uh, level in wrestling helped you in MMA? Uh, you know, just the wrestling grind. Like, uh, you just get through practices, you can get through, you know, the extra morning runs, the extra, the extra shit you have to do after practice, or I mean, you know, just anything, you know, the weight cuts, the diets, yeah. the <clears throat> sacrificing, everything. You just do that with wrestling. You know, even in high school, you're cutting weight, you're doing all this stuff that people usually aren't always happy with. But, you know, it makes you tough, mentally tough. Um, and my high school coaches, they uh, they were tough dudes. You know, they, they really oh, yeah. put us through the ringer every day. They weren't, they didn't really, it wasn't ever a soft practice. That That helps a lot, you know grinding up practice you know five six rounds deep on a friday night and just getting getting whooped on you kind of gotta dig deep so that, that that helps with all that so well then not only like uh you know the training the training is like training for a lot of stuff but uh the being out there it's just you versus another person in wrestling mm -hmm. that's tough yeah you know i mean like man every, a lot of i feel like a lot of people want to give me advice like for wrestling training yeah. whatever but, uh, you know, it's just you and another person, so it's a lot more personal. And um, and also in MMA, there's a lot more severe consequences. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, But, I mean, there, bad stuff happens in wrestling, too. But, yeah. yeah, You're but, right out there in front of everybody to see. Mm -hmm. Just you. Yeah, and that helps, too, like, you know, with, with like, you know, good, doing high school state and, you know, bigger tournaments in college and stuff. Like, it's just you guys on the center stage. Like, so you just get used to people watching, you know, so, like, when you're at the pinnacle bank and you're fighting, you're, you've been there before. You know, you've had experience where people are all cheering for you. So it's, and, and that just calms your nerves a little bit, you know. Yeah. Being that you've been there, done it, so. Yeah. And I, well, uh, a confession, I didn't go to state in wrestling. And I wasn't even good at wrestling until I, uh, I was decent at wrestling until I showed up at Lincoln Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Center. Shout out. Shout out. But, uh. One thing that really helped me in MMA is, like, they're saying, like, oh, yeah, two guys in the underwear going out there. Uh, well, I uh, competed in bodybuilding as well, and uh, that was less than underwear. <laughs> so, like, I feel like that maybe helped me a little bit, but, uh, you know, all the same stuff. Yeah, because you just wear a Speedo out there, don't you? Yeah, yeah, it, it is small. <laughs> I still have it. If anybody wants to see me wear one in the next episode, comment below. I'll do it. All right. <laughs> anyway. Alright, so then, uh, well, let's see here. We don't have to get into specifics. You know, your last fight's over. You know, it's all good. But, uh, there was some entertaining trash talk leading up to it. Is that something you've done in wrestling or in competition before? Or, uh, like, from what I can see, it doesn't look to bother you to dish no. it out or receive it. Um, yeah, uh, 
<laughs> you know, I kind of, I guess, started the whole situation. I was just trying to get it to fight because I use the, you know, he's been around, so I just wanted to get my name out there. Big name. Yeah, Big so name. I figured, you know, take out that guy, then my name's out there. So <laughs> I kind of called him out on Facebook, and then, you know, then I obviously it all kind of just sprouted out from that. And, uh, but yeah, no, I... I don't know. I've grown up around my, you know, my friends were all doing that our whole lives and just, right. around, you know, talking shit to each other and just mess around, you know, so it's not, I knew we were going to fight, you know, so no matter what he said, I knew that night we were going to, like, we were going to fight, so it didn't, nothing really mattered that he, what he was saying, and, you know, it's not something like that I do, that I'm just like, you right. know, like, blah, 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 but I <laughs> guess in some certain situations, like, you know, depending on the person. You know, it's easier. You can get in his head, mess with him a little bit. And I think that actually played a huge role in me winning that fight. Because I knew he would, it, I knew it was messing with him mentally that he, you know, that he was getting picked on. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, I understand that. And that, like, we've obviously seen, like, Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz and a bunch of fighters get into their opponent's head before the fight, you know, for a little uh, advantage and all that. Is that something, excuse me. Uh, excuse me, you think that you're going to continue to do uh, with your fights, or uh, was that just to get another rung up the ladder, but now that you're like already like, I haven't seen the rankings, but I'd assume that you're up there. Yeah, I think Tapology had me at five or something, so, yeah. but no, it's not, uh, I mean, I'm not going to be just looking to talk shit, but you know, if somebody, you know, if that happens, I guess it happens, but. Yeah, you know, whatever. Kind of re action reaction. Yeah, or like, that or fight. Now, now it's like more of a reaction. Mm -hmm. If some if somebody does, yeah, maybe then, offend you like personally or well, something like then, that. Then then it's on. Yeah, I mean either way, yeah. you know, if somebody if somebody tests their gold and I guess whatever. But the same thing. We're, yeah. we're gonna end up getting a fight, so we'll, really at the end of the day, it's not gonna matter. You know what they True. say. <laughs> so. And uh, like, I feel like you. It didn't seem to bother you either. No, no, no I, I, and I told Hanstein and uh, Greg and stuff because you know leading up to that fight, when that weigh-ins, you know when, when I pushed him and shit like that, I told him the next day I was like, you know, I'm gonna go in here calm. Like I know that this was just, just pissing him off. Like I know, like I'm not, like I'm not fighting with emotion, you know. So like, yeah. And and so I, I was just I, I took it calm because, like I, you know, if you do fight with emotion, you're gonna mess up or you're gonna get knocked out or hurt or something, you know. So. So I, I knew I had to go in there calm and just do my thing, I guess. Yeah, no, man, that makes sense. And so, no, like, you do have a perfect record of 3-0 and right now. And in those three fights, I mean, I believe you were exposed to a lot of different situations that, uh, you know, speaks way louder than three fights, you know, uh, you know, all over the place in mm -hmm. the fights. You think so? Yeah, yeah, because that first one, you know, we went all three. And then yeah. <clears throat> that was a grind. And that was, you know, I, I kind of went... I hadn't trained for, I've been working construction, I was just, I went from college to construction, you know, just getting drunk and going out to eat, doing all that, you know, I got fat. Yeah, <laughs> So yeah. then I, I started, I, I do of, know about that. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of picked up the, the training again, and let's see, it would have been just about 10 months ago, I'd say, about February, March of, of this year, um, so then I had that first fight May 11th, so I really only had three weeks, or three, shit, probably, probably six weeks of mitts in Padre. I'd yeah. never even thrown a punch before, you know, <laughs> outside of just some bullshit fights or whatever, but, like, no actual real Yeah. <clears throat> until then. So, so you know, I, I only had, so, so that first fight was kind of just a wrestling match, it felt like, and then I had a long summer of training, mm -hmm. and then it went, you know, that, that second fight really was kind of a screwy deal. I had just that last-minute opponent. 
And then now, so yeah, it was all, and this last one, everything, you know, he kind of came at me quick, so it uh, definitely threw me for a loop. He took me down, and I didn't expect that. Took me down a few times, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, no, that was pretty crazy. Like like you said, like your first fight, you went the distance uh, on the feet and also scored some takedowns, and uh, I feel like that helps out. That helps out a lot with your psyche. It has to because, mm -hmm. like, I feel like with myself, like, okay, no matter how good a shape I'm in, can I last three rounds? Am I going to gas out? Am I going to quit? Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm not going to quit. Will I gas out? Yeah. You know, like, but now that you've already gone three rounds, you'd be like, all right, well, I've already gone three rounds, so mm -hmm. I can do it again. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's pretty great. And then, uh, you know. Uh, you know, and then in uh, your last fight, you, know, you did have to weather weather the storm, and mm. you know a lot of people might have quit or stuck on bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, crazy. But you were able to stick it out. I went through. You know, I mean, you were around me at camp. Uh, I went through. I was pretty. I, I made sure every day I was putting myself in you know some sort of deep waters or sticky situation just in case. Uh, you know, because I knew this was gonna be a fight. Like you know, like I said, yeah. he's, he's been around. So, so I, you know, talking Hossie and everything. I tried to make sure. That I was gonna be ready for for an early storm, and you know, that's what happened. So. Yeah, no, I agree, and like, so like, uh, you're a young guy. You said 23. Yep. You know, blasting off three and zero in MMA. Have you thought about an end game for fighting, or like, what would you ultimately like to accomplish in uh, MMA? Oh, uh, you know, I, I'm really, I'm really trying to do this for a job. I'm trying to make you know a livelihood out of this. Oh, you know, UFC champ would obviously be the end goal, but um. You know, just right now, I'm just taking it the step by step. You know, I'm trying to get get as good as I can, as quick as I can right now, while I'm being able to train as much as I can. Um, you know, I'm trying to do I'm trying to do more more tournaments of you know grappling. I want to do boxing fight. I want to do you know I just want to do some other things just to get expanded in the whole fighting scene. And then you know, hopefully, I've turned pro within the next few years and and then do my thing. Definitely, and I feel like that's the mindset you have to have. Uh, so like I was working out one day and uh, Tower Robinson, shout out to Tower, was saying uh, we were actually talking about another fighter, but it actually pertained to me. He was saying like, oh well, this person uh, doesn't, it doesn't uh, want to be in the UFC. They don't want a big name. They're out on a big stage right now, but um, they don't want. They just want to get paid and get out. Like I feel like you want to have to be like in the UFC, mm -hmm. and you want to have to want to be a UFC championship. Want want to be UFC champion uh, to, you know, even still compete in MMA, uh, and that that's not what I was feeling, and so I was like, e maybe I, it's time I take a break. Mm -hmm. So yeah, shout out to Tower, but you know that's the goal that you have to have yeah. if you're in MMA, and I'm sure, you know, yeah, most everybody does. You know, because yeah, I mean, shit, you know, it's not really a game. You're not, you know, it's, it's not, not a game. <laughs> it's 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 a, it's a it's hectic. So yeah. yeah, I think if you if you know if you're not fully in, there's no reason to be in it. You know. Yeah. If you're well, like I mean, there's no reason to keep putting yourself through it. Because <laughs> yeah. shit can get sour for you. So. Yeah. No, <laughs> man. Stuff can get bad. But uh, yeah. And then uh, another thing is uh, where do you uh see yourself in 2020? Um, you know, I don't know. Like I said, I've only been training for 10 months. So, and I feel like I've made some pretty drastic changes in this 10 months. You know, I'm getting some wins and doing some good things in practice I feel like so you know if I keep this up you know hopefully hopefully I keep my you know my undefeated record maybe get a couple belts um right now I'm trying to get a fight out of uh in North Platte with uh Cam Jordan's kid's name so I'm trying to get a fight with him 
we'll see. Uh, you know, there's talk about him maybe going pro or whatever, but um, you know, and he's got a belt mm. there, so. So, you know, maybe just try to get some of that, get my name out there some more. Um, I I definitely want to travel, so that, that I definitely want to do. Yeah, man, Cam's got a few belts, so we'll see what's up there mm-hmm. uh, with Dynasty and also the MSC, MFC. So, yeah, hey, I'm there. Yes. Yeah. Um, myself, I would personally like to go off with a bang in 2020, going undefeated at Omaha Submission Challenge, mm. all submissions. And then I'll, I'll, I would also like to either be able to purchase one or have a super solid plan on getting a starter house here in Lincoln. Oh, sure. That'd be amazing. I would really like to have a house. We have some own animals and own it here in Lincoln. You know, maybe not. Yeah, I yeah, I guess eventually own or yeah, make yeah. payments on or do That's something cool. like that. That's cool. Yeah, and then you know, back to you. Like, where do you draw inspiration from? Like, you know, the motivation to keep going in sports feel like both athletes, you know, there's a difference between athletes and going to the gym. Uh, even if it's at Lincoln Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Center, you know, you have your uh, three-day-a-week guys who uh, clock out and that's it. Or you have your guy to do cardio, guy to do strength and conditioning guys who are, you know, still in the mix. Uh, how do you keep going? Um, you know, uh, I just, I don't know. I, I really, I think with our sport, you know, it's not something that you want to half-ass, like, when I'm doing it. So that's basically it, you know. During that whole last fight camp, I just kept telling myself, like, shit, like, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want anything bad to happen. Yeah. I don't want to give myself a reason to not be able to win this fight. Like, I, so I just, you know, think of the end game. Like, you know, I keep pushing now. Eventually it's going to pay off, you know, do whatever. You know, do the, the three or four times practicing a day, three times a day for, for your fight camp just because, you know, get it in. Um, yeah. You just got it. You just, I don't know. I guess the motivation is just to, to, to do good, to be able to, you know, to provide for me and Paisley to do my, you know, get money, have so a once, career. Yeah, once again, like your daughter brings yeah. you a lot of motivation. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, eventually make money doing all this. So that's that's probably the biggest motivation is just being able to provide and, you know, have nice things, do what I want. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, me personally, uh, I... I don't know. I get motivated, and then uh, you know I have to find different sources of motivation all the time. And uh, so, like, I'm uh, I'm a little bit of a nerd. And uh, so, whenever Disney Plus came out, and I uh, I started rewatching Star Wars, and then uh, I was at jujitsu practice one day, and I wasn't feeling it. I didn't exactly want to be there, but uh, it was the adults on one side of the gym, and then the little kids on the other side of the gym. And uh, I looked at them, and I was like, "Those are those look like little Jedi's over there." <laughs> we all had our geese on, and you know they, you know, Jedi's basically wear geese and uh, like different colored belts and stuff like that. I'm like, "Hold on a second, those are little Jedi's," and uh, like, "Hold on," and then hold on, and then I was like, "Wait, we're actually kind of trained to be Jedi's too." <laughs>